welcome to season two of the Dare to Believe podcast. Hey, Rebecca. Hey, Christy. Are you excited about season two? I'm very excited about season two. We've got a lot of great guests for our listeners and interviews full of revelation, awesome stories and testimonies that will encourage and inspire you, our listener, for the more of God. So we want you to dare to believe. Hi, Rebecca. Hey, Christy. So tonight is another night to be doing some dream interpretation. What do you think? I think that's a great idea. Yeah, we've been interpreting (laughs) a lot of dreams. I just love how the Lord speaks to people in dreams. Even when they don't know what to do with them, the Lord is is dreaming. I just, I had an experience today. A person came in for prayer ministry and we didn't even intentionally talk about dreams. He didn't, this person didn't know that I interpreted dreams, didn't know it was part of who I am. And so we talked a little bit about dreams and how they are biblical and that the Lord does speak to people in dreams. And he's the one who gave us the ability to dream, not the enemy, because there's only one creator God. He, he's the one who gave yeah, us these right. gifts. And that's there right. is a, a counterfeiter who will counterfeit things and will attack you, attack your dreams and try to influence your dreams. But there are ways to avoid that. Anyway, we had all that discussion, and then I said, so do you have, have you had any dreams lately? And this person had dreams that were very, very helpful in understanding how to minister. So got exponentially greater breakthrough in the ministry session. That's awesome. Because you, of the dreams. I just love how God works with this. I just think it's really fun. I've, I've had a couple dreams lately where the Lord has kind of shown me uh, some of those nighttime dreams that, uh, <laughs> well, they're always at night. Yeah. Well, no, they're not <laughs> no, always right. at night. Yeah. <laughs> I, but they were dark dreams. They were dark dreams. Thank okay. you. They happened. The setting for the dreams was at night, and so the, the God was just showing me a little bit of what's going on and how to pray, like how to be prepared and recognize what the enemy's doing, and uh, to not be caught unaware. Mm. It's not because cool. he's causing these things, but it's because he lets us in, and he's and he is the light. So then yeah. you ask the Lord, well, what are you doing here? Where's the light in this situation? Yep. Yeah. So have you had any dreams that you'd like to talk about? No. Okay. I have, No, I really haven't had too many lately, and they've been kind of some of the darker ones. Would, would, um, and what's great, I'm, I'm really fortunate that I have you. I, I come to you and say, hey, this is going on. This is what I feel like the Lord's saying, and you can kind of confirm and direct and mentor and counsel me, and then we get people to pray about these things, some, some involving the ministry here. But I would just encourage those of you who are listening to be – journaling, writing down your dreams, recording your dreams, and then asking the Lord about it. Use some of the tools you've learned here. Come take class. Uh, go to Streams Ministries. They, they've got... Um, Understanding Dreams understand, and Visions yep. course. And you know what's exciting is we have recorded our Dreams class and put it on video. It isn't uploaded yet to the website. It needs some editing and a little bit of work. But in a very short time, we will have a class that people all over the world could access on our website as yeah. well. Yeah, and... the. The Lord is speaking to you, mm-hmm. and he wants good for you. Mm-hmm. You know, he's uh, in a good mood today. I don't know if you heard that, Christy. Uh, yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, he woke up in a good mood today. That's good for the us. Right side good of the news bed. for us. It's great news. Actually, mm-hmm. I don't think he woke up. I think he never slumbers nor sleeps. But yeah. <laughs> but God is in a good mood. He's in a good mood. And I've learned, and I've actually heard some feedback from some of our um the people listening in, that as they've been recording and starting to pay attention to their dreams and like, wow, the Lord might be speaking to me, they've had more dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just a, a issue of good stewardship. Hmm. 
if you were giving something to a friend to help them and they were ignoring it, you wouldn't keep <laughs> giving it to them. Right. Because if you're not going to steward well, if you're not going to pay attention to what I'm giving you, I'm not. I'm just not going to keep giving it to you until you start honoring it and respecting it and paying attention to it. Right. So that's that's the issue of good stewardship. And there's so many ways to record dreams. You know, you can record them by talking into your phone. You can record them by writing them down. You can wake up in the middle of the night. I have a, a notepad next to my bed that actually lights up when you take the oh. pen out. I have to replace the batteries now. But when you pull the pen out, it lights up the pad. Well, that's cool. I love it. And then so I can write a few thick notes down. Uh, if I need to remember something, but I've learned to just say, Lord, I please help me remember this dream yeah. when I wake up, you know, and I actually talk to the Lord about dreams. I pray as I'm kind of dreaming. So I discuss things with the Lord while I'm, while I'm sleeping and kind of semi awake. It's, it's just a, you just have to steward what he gives you because the Lord's yeah. talking all the time. Yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. Definitely is. So with that, with no further ado, let's uh, dig into some of these dreams here. Let's do that. And a reminder to our listeners, if you have a dream you'd like interpreted, uh, go to the, our website, dairythenumber2believe.info, and there's a place where you can uh, submit your dreams there. And if you want it to possibly be interpreted on a podcast, a future ep- episode, go ahead and write it in there. So just write a brief synopsis of the dream, uh, any emotions that you felt during the dream, colors or lack of color. Like I said, I had a couple of dreams at night. Uh, and then title the dream. Mm-hmm. So dare the number two believe dot info. And we may or may not be able to do right on right. The we podcast. Can't, can't do all of them here on this on this podcast, but we do have a team of interpreters though. That's right, and they will be able to They'll help get you back to it. you. Mm-hmm. Okay, you ready? I am ready. Okay, this one is called. The title of the dream is Queen at the Palace. Mm-hmm. Already, it sounds fun. Yeah, it sounds like there's going to be something good here. <laughs> I won't forecast into it, into what I think might happen. I haven't read this dream yet, but... Okay, so this, this dream takes place during the day in its regular colors. For some reason, my mom and I and my daughter and some other people, I think in my family, got to go to the Queen of England's private palace. My mom and I were looking at each other thinking, can you believe this is happening? I felt so excited and so privileged. We got to watch a private changing of the guards that is not open to the public. There were two palaces, one right behind the other. Afterwards, my family and I were discussing how we could sneak into the second palace. (laughs) We thought maybe we could sneak through a window on the top floor, but just then the queen came back and said that we were all invited to breakfast the next morning at her mother's house, which was the second palace we were talking about sneaking into. We were thrilled. At one point, I remember thinking that this is a really unique opportunity and I should have some answers prepared if the queen asked me about issues I thought were important. I wondered if she might ask me what I thought was the biggest issue affecting the world right now. I decided my answer would be abortion. Wow. Interesting dream. So I'm just going to say it back to you. So the, the dreamer is finds himself in England with, her, it's a female, I think, with her family. It doesn't say. It doesn't say. So with her his or her daughter. So a mother, a person, and their... Um, child and some other family members are in find themselves in England by the, the palace Buckingham Palace um, and they're surprised to be there they're like can you believe we get to be here and they're they're just in awe of being there and then when they go in they're trying to figure out 
ways to get to the other palace they can see <laughs> through the window. It's kind of in the backyard, but it's a whole other palace. Oh, that's a good And yeah. um, they're trying to figure out ways they can sneak in there. When the queen comes back and sa- invites them to her mother's palace in the next day, and they're in awe that while we not only got in the palace, this palace, but we get in the other palace, and we get to see them both and we get to experience them both. But then the dreamer feels that they need to prepare for any questions the queen might have for them that might be the biggest issue in the world today, and the dreamer feels it's abortion. And that's the end of the dream. Yep. And they titled it The Queen Queen at the Palace. At the Palace. Well, it's a really cool dream, and, and it's about their relationship with the Lord and the kingdom of God and how amazing it is and how much more access they have than they realize mm. they have. And so her, this dreamer's family line has a lot of access to the kingdom of God that they didn't even know they had. Mm. Um, and they have had blessings, like getting into the palace and then meeting the queen. It's just amazing things that they can't even fathom, that they didn't expect. So the Lord is bringing blessings to the family line, because it's about the family line, because there was the mother and the sure, son there's, or daughter there's and their child and other family members. Yep. So yeah. Um, but then they think, well, that's... That's wonderful, and they are grateful for what they've had, but they realize there is more, and they're trying to figure out how they can get access to more. Because mm. for some reason, the Lord's talking to them a little bit about not feel, knowing the worthiness of the more. Mm. And that's what the dream's about. First of all, they didn't know they were worthy to get into the first palace. And then once they realized there was more, they didn't feel worthy to get into the second palace. But the invitation comes from the top, from the queen. And in this dream, the queen represents the Lord, um, but mm-hmm. it's interesting, probably more represents Jesus than the Father because um, it's the mother's palace. So Jesus mm-hmm. has gotten them access into this wonderful place, and they understand that Jesus has given them access. The, the queen has given them access. The royalty has given them access. But the, the queen's mother owns even more, and they because the invitation of Jesus, they have access to more of the kingdom of God. So that's what yeah. the dream's about. Sure. Their whole family has access to so much more than they realized, and then even to the throne room, the throne room of Father God, they have access to that. Yeah. And um, just the thought that came to the dreamer at the end, to be prepared to talk with God about abortion, this big issue, it is affecting the world, it affects all people all over the world, so be prepared to talk to God about that. Mm. And it, there isn't an answer. There isn't the the dream didn't tell them what they're supposed to say. It's like just be prepared to talk to the Lord about the abortion issue. Wow. Yeah, yeah. that's that, a cool dream. That's a really cool dream. So Lord, we release blessing over this dreamer and their whole family, and we yes, thank you Lord. for the access, Jesus, that you have given to them into spiritual things, and that they are in awe of you and in awe of what you have given them. But we just say more, Lord. There is always more in the kingdom of God. And we call forth favor that will bring them even further, the favor of Jesus that will bring them further into the kingdom, deeper things, greater things. And they will talk to the Lord about these things on their heart, about abortion and about other things that are affecting our world. And they will gain wisdom from the throne room of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. That's a good dream. Yeah, that's a fun dream. I love it. There's a couple things that we've seen happen in these dream episodes, like the queen. She's you're she's not the literal queen of England. You're asking who does this person the highest represent? authority, yeah, the highest mm-hmm, authority, mm-hmm. and you know palace. Where immediately you're starting to think, okay, kingdom, kingdom realm, mm-hmm. um, and it's a dream about access and identity. 
Exactly. Yeah. And that the queen's mother owns the other palace. So then what would that be about? You know, it's, it, it, it is about the parent, the father, only it's a mother in this one. But it's God is neither male nor female. Right. God is, he is male. both. He's he is father bo- and mother. Yeah, we're created yeah. in his image, and we are male and female. So that is God. It's kind of like the book The Shack. People got really mm-hmm. upset because, was it Holy Spirit? Holy the, Spirit and, and God. And Father God was, were, were female. female. Yeah. yeah. So it's interesting that we get tied up on that, but God is God. I mean, he's bigger than maleness or femaleness. So He's okay with offending our boxes. He sure is. Our understanding <laughs> of him. And even that, he's even, I, I don't think that this dreamer was probably offended by God's appearance here as the queen. No, but I'm thinking our listeners might but be like, what? How yeah. does that work? No, yeah. it doesn't seem to bother the listener in the least. And I think even as Americans, we know, we look at the queen as the high authority. The, the, our picture of, of royalty is mm-hmm. the queen of England, still. <laughs> yeah, and I love how Jesus talked about wanting to gather Jerusalem up as a mother hen gathers her chicks. Yeah. This is, you know, the Lord even uses female imagery for he himself. He does, throughout the scriptures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I could chase that, that rabbit, but I won't. But, um, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's a good God, and I think that this was specific for the dreamer and the dreamer's family, the family line, but I think it's probably one that's pretty universal throughout the church, that we have access. We have way more access than we realize. And way more favor. Way Oh, that's good. Way mm. more favor. What would happen if you actually believed that God was biased toward you? Because mm-hmm. he is. Mm-hmm. He actually is. And the thing that we don't always realize is that Jesus earned that accessibility for us. Mm -hmm. We don't have to earn it for ourselves. We just have to accept him. At the invitation of the queen, they came in. Yes. Can you believe it? This is almost too good to be true. At the invitation of the the king of kings, we get to come into the kingdom. You know, if we're not thinking the gospel message is too good to be true, we've misunderstood it. If we're not just kind of wowed by it. Yeah, that's good. Uh, would you sneak into a palace? Would I sneak into a palace? That's a good question. I hope I would. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, I'll, I'll choose to be invited first. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's go on to another dream. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. This one's called a called, uh, car theft. So it's late in the evening. So that's the, the color and time frame is evening. And I'm at a well-lit restaurant with my husband and some friends for dinner or some kind of fun get-together. I go back outside to the car to grab my jacket, an especially warm, long, puffy one. And as I unlock the driver's door to grab it, a man jumps in the back seat behind the passenger seat and is going to steal my car. However, I'm able to pull my husband's wallet and my phone off the passenger seat and out of the car before he steals it. I'm also able to take a picture of the license plate of my car before he pulls away. Because of that, I'm not really worried about it because I know the police will be able to find the car. I'm surprised, but not defeated. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I love how she gives her emotion. Surprised, but not defeated. I mean, that does she title this? It's called Car Theft. Car Theft. Okay. So I'm going to say it back. Um, so the dreamer is in a well-lit restaurant with her husband. So it must be woman with her husband. Mm-hmm. And um, eating great food with her friends. And she goes out to her car to get her coat, which is interesting. I love these things about dreams. Like, why do you go to your car to get a coat to go into a nice, warm, well-lit restaurant? <laughs> but she goes out into the, and it's dusk, a little bit dark, sundown, right? 
Yeah, late in the evening. Late so, in the yeah. evening. So she goes outside to get her coat, a nice warm long one. And as she's getting her coat, unlocks the door. Somebody hops in her back seat from the, it's interesting, you know, it doesn't all work in the logical, but hops in her back seat. Um, and she knows they're intending to steal her car, but she grabs her husband's wallet and her phone and gets them before the person takes off with her car. And then um, she takes a picture of it as it's driving away. And she is very assured that the police will be able to find the car mm-hmm. because she got the picture. Yeah. And that's the end of the dream. That's the dream. Well, that's an interesting dream. So the the dreamer is eating in a well-lit restaurant. So the light, God is light, in him there is no darkness. And this reflects into our dreams. So the part that is lightest will be telling you what God's really in. Mm, yeah. But there's something else going on that is not so much of God's light is there because it's the sun, the sun's going down, it's the end of the day, it's the end of something. Um so what's going on is that the dreamer is eating and celebrating. So that's a very good thing. That's kind of what you do in the body of Christ. You're eating good spiritual feeding. It's usually about spiritual things. So there's a so the dreamer is part of a, a Christian community that is healthy and is vibrant, is filled with light, and there's good things being released. So the dreamer is part of a healthy Christian community. But the dreamer is looking to get her, her jacket, which is kind of her covering or mm-hmm. her, what she walks in. And it's nice and long and comfortable and warm, um, which is not what she needs inside of a restaurant, but it's hers, and she wants it. And so it is, it's part of her identity, part of her calling, part of her covering. So if she's going to get that, someone wants to steal her car, jumps in the back seat. So it's not somebody that has legal right to this car. It's an intruder, and um, she knows they're stealing the car, which is her life and her ministry and what moves her forward. So someone wants to steal her her basically either her work or her ministry. If you consider everything that moves you forward in life is ministry, what God's given you to move forward. So something is trying to steal who she, what she's caused, what she has to go forward. So hers and her husband's. Hmm. Um, her husband's identity is in her the phone or the... Um, wallet. The wallet, yeah, because you've got your ID, you've got your money. So the husband's identity and her phone, which is her prayer life. So, the, mm. you know, the enemy's it's a warning. The enemy is going to try to hijack you and what you're called to do, what you walk in. And because she's trying hard to figure out who she is and what her covering is and what mm. she's going to be covered in and how she's going to stay warm and healthy. Um, and it's a, she knows she's got a strong call in her life. It's a nice coat. It's long. It covers. It's warm. But she knows she's got that call. But as she's trying to get it is she's trying to get what she's called to do the enemy hijacks her vehicle and she does take a picture so she knows what her call is she knows what she's called to do and she knows that the authorities which is the police which in a dream is holy spirit and the armies of heaven the justice of heaven will get back for her so she's not really upset or afraid Mm -mm. because she knows the lord will get back what's owed her what is hers what was given to her by the lord so it's a calling dream, it's a self-conditioned dream, and it's a bit of a warning dream. Hmm. So, uh, well, there's a couple things going through my brain. brain. First off, what would you say to this dreamer? How would you counsel them? Like, what do you do with this information? Well, I'd encourage her, first of all, to get prayer, because you know that's not what the Lord wants for you. And when I have dreams like that, I always ask people to pray for me. So just pray for me, because I know something's coming up. Yeah. Um, she should be encouraged. She's, she's, the Lord sees the place that she is spiritually, and she's eating spiritually as a light place. So it's good. 
and it's warm, and she's got relationships there. But she kind of went off on her own mm. to get this coat. So it's, it's a warning and maybe a little correction that you're going off on your own to do this, and it's not going to end up very good for you. Right. But it, you'll, it'll get restored, but you don't have to go through that hassle. So what also stands out to me is, is that she's going to get a, a warm coat in a place where she doesn't actually need it. Um, is, is, you know, there's, is there, that where the correction is or is it going alone? Or, I mean, maybe, well, I maybe, think there's a correction in a little bit of both. I mean, she, she's going to get something she really doesn't need at a time when she doesn't need it and she's doing it on her own. And I think that there's a lot of temptation within the Christian world that we, we do what we know to do and not necessarily what the Lord is doing. Or the new thing that he's doing. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot easier to stay where we are, and a lot of churches and ministries actually can kind of do that. And it's not about staying relevant. It's not about matching the world's culture. It's just say, what is the Father doing right now? Yeah. And, you know, I, I think having that wallet stolen, it, it's um, her husband's identity and provision, but also it's she she it's, it's part of hers. Yeah. And so there's there's provision in that. The wallet has the money in it, the favor in it. So things are, she can grab those things, but she doesn't have to go through this issue if she stays in the light and follows the Lord's direction. Yeah. But good prayer. Ask the Lord, okay, show me what you want me to do. Sure. And and tell the Lord, you know, be quick to repent. Just say, Lord, I'm sorry for any way I'm trying to go grab this on my own. Yeah. And I want to do it your way. Show me what that is. That's good. That's good. I like that. I like how... uh, yeah, he's just so gracious to us. Right. It's also interesting to me that there's a couple of things in this dream, and which is often how the Lord disciplines me. He's like, you're doing great here. This is an area where... Let's where, correct this yeah. little thing. Yeah. And it's gentle. He's mm-hmm. not harsh with us. Okay, you ready for another dream, Christy? Yep, I am. Perfect. <laughs> I've got another one for you. Are you surprised? That you had another one? Yeah. No. <laughs> I love that we're getting so many dreams in. I love that people are dreaming and that they're open to having their dreams interpreted. I just think it's so wonderful. Yeah, it is yeah. so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, this one is called Incredible Incredible Buffet. It's actually a friend of mine sent this in, and I make an appearance. Are you the good friend in the dream? Maybe. Maybe. Okay, let's hear it. <laughs> it's called Incredible Buffet. And it takes place during the day into dinner time or evening, and it's regular colors. So the dreamer says, Becca and I, I'm Becca. Most of, the, most of my friends call me Becca. Uh, Becca and I were driving home from school in Florida, and I really went to school in Florida with this person. Okay, so this is a, a college friend of yours. Yep, yep. We realized it would take 35 hours to drive home, though initially we thought we'd make the drive in one day. So we decided to stop somewhere for the night. We picked a normal hotel, I think a Holiday Inn, nothing fancy but adequate. There was a buffet dinner available for free, so we decided to eat there. We weren't expecting anything fancy, just cafeteria food, but then we heard people around us raving about the salad bar, that it was the best salad bar they ever had. We thought that was curious and decided to check out the desserts first. We were blown away. It was the most incredible spread I've ever seen. Three ballrooms filled with tables full of layers and layers of pastries and cookies and chocolates and exquisitely prepared desserts. This sounds, yeah, I wish I was there. We couldn't believe it. We never would have thought the buffet dinner at the Holiday Inn would be so amazing. We were so excited to taste everything. There were lots of other people there too, eating dinner, and who couldn't believe how incredible it was. Everyone was so happy and amazed. 
Okay, so the dreamer is with you, and you're driving home from college, and it's going to take 35 hours. It really isn't 35 hours to drive home from where you went to college, is it? It is not. Well, actually, it's probably pretty close to that. But 35 hours. So and, Minneapolis and, to South Florida is close to that. And so then you, uh, on the way home, you need to stop somewhere. Mm-hmm. And you, did, did you stay where you stopped? A Holiday Inn. But I know, but no town. Oh, does, no, no. Yeah, no place. And then there's a, you decide to go to a Holiday Inn, which is kind of like a decent but not expensive hotel. Mm-hmm. And you find out that dinner is included. So you're like, score. This is great. Yeah, we'll just do that. Yep. We'll just do that. And uh, you didn't expect the food to be included. And then you decide, well, uh, gosh, since it's free food, let's go and have dessert first. And so then you go to find the dessert, and there are three ballrooms filled <laughs> with tables and tables of desserts. And you're just overwhelmed and over overjoyed at what you have. And that's yeah. kind of the end of the dream. Yeah. Everybody's just eating and loving life. And it, you're still on dessert. It's Yeah, it looks like we didn't get past it, which... Yeah. I do like my vegetables in real life, but you do. Okay. baked goods are. Yeah, well, this is fun, and it's about the dreamer, and the dream. you represent the Lord, the best, the good friend. Yeah. So the dreamer is invited to take a journey with the Lord um, to go home, which is you know, what, where this person belongs. So the Lord's inviting the dreamer to take a, a journey with him, and uh, it takes 35 hours, so three is the number of the Lord, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Five is the number of grace. So the journey she's taking is in God's grace, mm. okay? And holiday is a celebrative thing. So she's invited to stop at a temporary place. A, a hotel is always a temporary place. You don't usually live in a hotel. It's a temporary place. But she's invited to stop at this temporary place with the Lord and to feast on his goodness and eat spiritual food. And she is not expecting the Lord to give her the spiritual feeding that she's going to get. It comes as a blessing. And so then she's thinking, well, gosh, it's just a meal, but let's go have dessert first. So she wants to start with the most fun. And it just she's overwhelmed by the Lord's goodness. Again, abundantly more than ever she ever asked or imagined is what's available to her. And that's just the dessert. So she hasn't even gotten to the main course yet. But she's on a journey with the Lord to go home. I mean, mm-hmm. basically to go to him. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. And she's got God's grace to do it. That's a really good dream. That's a great dream. Yeah. yeah. Any surprise banqueting is right. always a always Right. A but thing. eating dessert first, I mean, that isn't even the good food. That isn't even the healthy food or the substantial food. It's just the fun stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's where she starts, and there's even more fun stuff than she ever imagined. Yeah, that's a good word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's true. I think a lot of us who grew up in the church, it wasn't necessarily fun. Yeah. <laughs> Going to church should not be fun. No, yeah. it's not the truth. It's not the truth. But it can, No, yeah, 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 but I remember when I started encountering Holy Spirit and learning like this stuff is really fun. But you know, I had encounters of the joy of the Lord. I remember being like if people knew this about God, everyone would be be here. If they tasted the 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 joy of the Lord, they'd all be here. There's been times in prayer where the presence of God is so strong like if this is prayer, why would anyone ever stop? But that wasn't necessarily what was modeled to a lot of us. So this dreamer is being invited to go and have that kind of experience with the Lord and has God's grace to do it. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. Um, and shout out to my roommate there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come on. Uh, I, I have. And you know what's interesting in dreams like that is people often say, oh, I had a dream about you. And they think 
they think the dream's about you. Mm. But more often than not, I mean, literally, uh, 75 to 80% of the time, our dreams are for ourselves. So the dreamer is dreaming about having a good friend. You represent the good friend, the best friend that could be the Lord. It's not the dream's not about you. Yeah. It's about the dreamer. Yeah. But it's often the mistake a dreamer will make is like, oh, I had a dream about my good friend Rebecca. And I. Here's this dream for you. No, no, and no, there might be a little you. bit in the dream. There's layers to dreams. The Lord sure. is, can multitask in a dream, can talk to you about more than one thing. Sure. But it's mostly about the dreamer. Hey, well, I'll take that dream, though. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You get to yes, go on Lord. the journey, too, I'll right? I'll go on the journey. I'll go on the journey with that friend. Actually, the people that show up most frequently in my dreams are my brother and my dad. How about that? The son and the father. Yeah, the son and the father are, are I'm, I'm, I, more than half the time, one or both of them are in my dreams. That's cool. Yeah. My brother's going to be happy to hear that. I'm like, well, sorry, you're actually Jesus. Well, he's going to be happy to hear that too, actually. <laughs> oh, that's great. Okay, I've got another one here. All Back right. to our, our theft category, which that's actually pretty common dream category, something being stolen. And usually it's identity or something very important to you that's being stolen. Right. And the enemy is the greatest identity theft <laughs> that's so demon true. or devil that ever was, you know? <laughs> that's, that's pretty much the history of humanity right there. Right. Identity theft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So this one's called Stolen Computer. And the dreamer says, early this morning, I dreamt that I was at an airport. I set my purse and computer in its gray case on the conveyor belt's to pick up my luggage, but just saw it go around on the belt out of eyesight. I thought this isn't a great situation, but it'll probably be fine and I'll grab it when it comes around, but it didn't come. I didn't wait very long before I went after it and I saw on the other side of the luggage belt, still in the public area, but out of my eyesight where I, from where I was standing. A man had grabbed my stuff and was hacking into my computer. I was so angry. I confronted him and was so mad. I was hitting him and slapping him. He said all he did was send a phishing email to my contacts my contact list, asking for money from all of my contacts. I remember the first name listed was a celebrity, a name I recognized in the dream but don't know in real life. I told them to undo it. I'm still angry and hitting him at the time. I'm aware that my computer is my livelihood and grateful that it's really a minor infringement. He tells me to download some program that, that will go and tell everyone it was a scam. I trust him to do it, and then the dream ends. I don't think I fully woke up and I was in the in-between when I think of the story of the priest from Les Miserables. Jean Valjean was caught stealing silver from the priest who had kindly taken him in. When the police accuse him of stealing, the priest extends great mercy and says, but why didn't you take these candlesticks too? It was all a gift. Somehow I felt like my response to my computer being taken was wrong. Instead of anger and hitting the man, I had an opportunity to extend mercy and I missed it. The colors are normal, and the emotions are anger, and it sounds like some sort of grief or sorrow over... Or regret. Yeah, regret, maybe. And so, has the the person isn't on the airplane. No, they're at the airport. They're at the airport, at the airport, just getting back from something. Yeah. Okay. So, the dreamer is picking up their luggage at an airport and puts down, it must be a it sounds like a woman. Yeah, it must be because there's a purse. Um, purse puts computer. down a purse and a laptop in order to pick up their luggage. So then the laptop and the purse go around <laughs> and are kind of out of their out of their grabbing distance, and um, they don't come around. So then they don't come back their direction. So then they go and find it, and some person has taken them off the belt and is hacked into her computer, and. She comes and just starts hitting them and yelling at them, and 
they said they've only done they've only sent a phishing email asking for money to their contact list and, and somebody's a famous person on the list and she tells them to undo it all and so then he says we'll just download this program and she trusts that person who just ripped her off to download a program onto her computer. But she says in there, my computer's my livelihood. So mm. I think it's interesting. She said, I know that my in the dream, my computer's my livelihood. That's what we call a little bit of lucid dreaming. You're interact- She's interacting with the Lord a little bit, and the Lord's helped her to know, your computer is your livelihood. I mean, you don't have to interpret that any further than that. Hmm. So um, then also... What's the computer mean? You're just... Yeah, no, you your don't livelihood. Have to, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so then she kind of wakes up or doesn't quite wake up, but it goes into another dream. And she thinks of Les Miserables. So I don't know what the, that, if the dreamer were here, I'd say, well, so tell me about why the Lord would use Les Miserables. Probably a fan of it, but I don't know. And I would ask the dreamer. That could have, it probably has an impact. The Lord's using that for a reason. Sure. But basically, the, the part of the story is someone who stole from a, a, a priest who had been good to them um, was t- taken to task and in trouble legally for doing it. And then the priest said, why didn't you take more? Because it was all available to you. And kind of basically yeah. so the person didn't get in trouble. Is that what, I don't Have even. Have you seen that? Oh, this is one of the most, be- that story is one of the most beautiful stories of, of mercy. Is in the beginning, this man is, he stole a loaf of bread. Jean Valjean stole a loaf of bread to, because he was starving. Gets put in like harsh labor, whatever, gets out and no one will take him in. He's homeless, and it's cold, and this priest takes him in for the night. And while he's there, and he's showing him kindness, he leaves and he steals the silver, but he gets caught. And, you know, the priest didn't give him the silver. He stole the silver. And the priest um, is confronted by the police and say, this, did you give it, this to this man? And he goes, yes, but you're so foolish. You left the candlesticks. And he gives it to him. And so then it sets the rest of the, the story is about um, generosity, generosity, and, and, and extending and mercy. Kindness. Yeah. Okay. All right. So the, I'm sure the Lord knew the dreamer loved that story. Sure. Yeah. And that's why the, the Lord was continuing to speak to the dreamer about that. And the dreamer woke up knowing I had I missed an opportunity. Yeah. So really, that's what this is all about. And as the, the, the dreamer knows how to move in things, of the spirit knows how to do things, knows how to go in airplanes. And oh, stuff. sure. Knows yeah. how to tr- to move in the spirit, go in the air. Yeah. You know. Um, but they are in a place where they're in be- an in-between place, in between a, yeah, a transition you're, place. Yeah, you're yeah. not in the air. You're, you're right, not, yeah, right. They're in a the transition place, and they put down what's valuable to them in order to pick up their baggage, their luggage. And your luggage represents your stuff that you don't need to carry your baggage. It's mm. the stuff you don't need to carry. So they're dealing with some of their past stuff. They're dealing with some of the things that, are burdening them in life that they don't need, to, but they're putting down what's valuable mm. in order to pick up what is a mess. Mm, Basically, their yeah. baggage. You know how we talk about, oh, that's their baggage. Sure. That's what that is. And so it's a correction on that and a warning. So correction that you, you're being... You're being you careless. With, being careless yeah. with what's valuable in order to deal with stuff that you, you regret in life, your baggage stuff. So yeah. they're, they're handling it inappropriately. Not that you don't you want somebody to steal your luggage, but the, the point is you're putting down your valuable stuff to deal with your well, baggage in, stuff. In real life, you're at the airport setting down your computer and your purse. Yeah, that wouldn't happen. Belt. Very bad idea. So what's <laughs> valuable and her identity, your your provision, all that stuff, you're putting down the valuable stuff. And it is going to be stolen. And there is probably someone who betrays them in this, mm. someone who harms them and misuses something and betrays a trust. And they are really harsh. And they... Yeah. they 
berate the person, they're they're hurting, they're hitting, you know, so yeah. they're being harsh with this person, even though the person has done something wrong, but they're not using any mercy there. And they're, they're calling for correction, which they seem to get, but I'm not, it isn't clear whether they actually get the issue corrected, but it's their livelihood. So what the Lord has given them as provision, as a way to make a living, they're, they're not even protecting that. And the enemy is taking all that mm. information and is harming them. And, and mm. someone maybe will actually betray them in that. And this is the Lord's telling them with the, the dream that came right on the heels of it, you had an opportunity to show mercy and oh. you didn't. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. So there's some correction, some yeah. warning, and, you know, some direction on be a little more careful here. You're being careless with yeah. these important things. And then once it's her fault she was careless but she was angry and mean to the person who took sure. advantage of her carelessness. So you're going to, it's a little bit of. Yeah. And that's a, know. that's a tricky position to be in, in, in real life, not just in dream life where, you know, if you do something and you're, that wasn't, you know, maybe the smartest choice or the best decision. And then you, somebody else takes it even further. There's some, something takes advantage of, takes your advantage of your carelessness. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. To extend mercy in that situation. Wow. Well, and not to blame them. Yeah. You know, really, it's her fault for putting it down, and then she blames yeah. them for picking it up. But, you know, and they shouldn't have picked it up, and nor should they have hacked in. I mean, that's all bad stuff. Right. So she will be taken advantage of because of her carelessness. Yeah. Yeah. But she yeah. has an opportunity to extend mercy. It's interesting that this dreamer uh, kind of self-interpreted. I know. I love that. That So it was in the kind of that in-between place of being yep. awake and... Being and asleep. and in a way, we, we, there's it's a form of lucid dreaming when the, you're interacting with Holy Spirit. There is a way of lucid dreaming that is more soul based. It's emotional, and I warn people not to go there. That's mm-hmm. not a healthy thing spiritually. But if you're using this type of interacting with the Lord in your dreams, and you're doing it as more of a form of prayer, like Lord, what's going on here? Mm, what's happening? Yeah. So she knew in the dream that the the um, the laptop represented. Her livelihood. She doesn't need interpretation for that. Yeah. She knew that she had an ex- she she was being corrected for not extending mercy. She had an opportunity to do that. She knew that. Mm. So she had all that part interpreted already yeah. without even waking up. Yeah. You know. So just a few pieces like a right. airport and transition and things. Yeah. Which is what we can learn to do more and more. Partner with the Lord more and more in our dream life mm. and talk to Him about what are you saying to me, Lord? What do I need yeah. to understand? What's the most important part of this dream? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, would you counsel people if they're aware that they're dreaming? Sometimes you have a dream and you know you're dreaming. Yeah. Is that a good moment to start asking the Lord? Yes, it's a good moment to start asking the Lord. Lord, where are you here? Or what mm. do you want me to know? Yeah. Or what's, what, is this the way you want this dream to happen? Or, But considered a form of prayer, that prayer talking to the Lord. Yeah. So if you if you get out of that trying to figure it out yourself while you're dreaming, you're getting to... Or try to make something happen that you just mm. want to have happen. That's a really ungodly way to, you know, I want this to happen in my dream, so I'm going to will it to happen. Sure. You can make a real mess of things. That yeah, way, that, feel, that feels very manipulating. Right. When manipulation right. is a form of witchcraft. I, I know that can be a big buzzword. Witchcraft is just partnering with the wrong kingdom. Yeah. Yeah, great. Well, this is fun doing all these dreams. Let's pray for our dreamers. Yeah. So, Lord, I thank you so much for the gift of dreaming for the way you speak to us in our dreams. And I bless every person listening to this with an increase in their dream life, Mm. with protection over their dream life. Lord, would you protect us and teach us to listen to your voice more than any other voice? And I just uh, bless you with wisdom to understand how to interpret your dreams, how to capture them, and how to move forward in your life with 
help and wisdom from heaven. So blessings in Jesus' name. And keep dreaming. Amen. 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 Thanks, Christy. Thanks, Rebecca. Thank you for listening to Dare to Believe podcast. We are grateful for you, our listeners. You can find out more about us at our website, daretobelieve.info. That's dare, the number two, believe.info. Also, to make sure you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes, subscribe to us on Apple iTunes or however you listen to your podcasts. And go ahead and leave a five-star rating while you're at it. Thank you, guys.